Hey everybody, it's Minivan Men. Today we talk about getting under the doorway or hugging the toilet, whether or not you're in a disaster situation. We're also talking about free time, scheduling our kids. Do we have too much time? Are we overscheduling? I don't know. Minivan Men starts now. Yo, 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 it's Alan Maz, Minivan Men. How you guys doing? Um, right now, we've got the Oklahoma City thing happening. I mean, it's not, it's Moore is the name of the city, but it's um, 51 people killed. I guess a bunch of kids, do they put them in the basement of the school? And I just saw the mayor of this town interviewed, and they said, no, we didn't have any storm shelters because it's too expensive. Boy. Um, at the time. Boy. So knowing that you're in Tornado Alley, it seems like that wasn't the smartest move on behalf of the um, school board when they're building the things uh, to skimp on the uh, tornado shelter when you're right in the middle of, I guess, in dead center of Tornado Alley, too. This is like the worst. And there was 300 mile an hour winds. Are these? And, have you been watching? Is, are these uh, worse than normal? Uh, yeah, like, this is a pretty bad one. This is four point four out of five on the. Uh, I don't know. They always have these scales. We have they, Richter for earthquakes. What do they got yeah. for for tornadoes? The Kobayashi Towers. I don't Kobayashi know. Kobayashi uh, Towers. No, it's, I like uh, no, it's, uh, it's uh, Kubati or some sort of <laughs> yeah, the Doma Arigato Towers. Yeah, the Fujita scale. Yes. I think it's something yes. like that. Anyway, it's, uh, there's a scale, and this is the highest winds recorded, I think. It just ripped everything to shreds. But then me and Maz are talking about, before we get on this, um, what do we do? We're on the road constantly. What if something happens? Obviously, you fly back, but do you have a? is there a plan in place at the Jabrani household? Well, question one is, do you have the earthquake kit? Do you have one? We, we Preetha bought something. We've got it in the back. I don't never look at it. But uh, but we I don't even know how to use it. Do you have an earthquake kit? I know shut off the gas and fill up the bathtub with water. I don't even know how to shut off my gas. There's an emergency. Every house has emergency gas shut off valve. So you just go find it on the side of your house. You <laughs> I, probably should locate I, that I, at some point. I'd send the nanny. Nanny, are you going in with a handkerchief tied around her face? I'm I, going in. I'm going I, in, my soul. How do you say? How do you say turn off the gas in Spanish? Um, so, about your mom, um, she, we had her turn it off and she was messing around with the gas. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah. She won't be in Guatemala. She told me right before she died that yeah. you have to turn off the gas, Mas. <laughs> you, what kind of man does not know how to turn off the gas? Senora, el gaso turn off, por favor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's horrible no you know what I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm the least uh, handy I mean I'm, I, I, actually I've got a, well I've done this a couple is coming things. off the heels of you paying someone to change light bulbs but, don't forget no no so. no I went and did it I got it all done it's all <laughs> the light bulbs have been changed I mean I'm doing stuff so I think <laughs> this has been listen man minivan man has been cathartic for me it's been it's been it, it's helped me because now uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna go look at the earthquake kit and I'm gonna make sure we're prepared and I'm going to be ready to go, man. I enjoy it. Look, you have to also take pleasure. Like a lot of men who don't aren't doing this handiwork because they enjoy fixing things up. I mean, there's a lot of satisfaction. There's a couple of things that I think there's reason, rationale going into why 
I spend time doing all these little things around the house. I um, like doing it. I like the satisfaction of cleaning up my little junk pile in the backyard or sprinkler system repairs and actually getting something working. Um, I go around every once in a while and I take a look at all my sprinklers, make sure everything's working properly, just do a little perimeter check. And there's a lot of satisfaction in fixing some stuff up. There really is. I mean, I did this and it's all in this house is running properly because it looks great when you have company come over. It's, you know, it's a great place for your family to enjoy. It also but you're, but you're going around, you're going around checking. See, my, my, my whole philosophy is once it's up, it's up until it goes out. I'm not checking. I do like I like throwing stuff away too. That's my big thing. Is I like to go around and get do goodwill runs, and I like to um, dispose of things that do you I'm have. Being used. Do you have old articles from like reviews and this and that at the I house? I send all of that to my parents. Oh, really? I do have a lot of that stuff, but I've started to send a lot of that to my parents. Anything I mean, that any newspaper or anything like that that is written there, like as we were just talking about this, I had the reviews come out for the Why Is the Rabbit Crying Comedy Central special, and I just started popping stuff in the mail to my folks. Because see, I think there's a business in somebody coming to your house and just and scanning, just scanning, or possibly even like frame. The problem is if it frames, then I might not put it up because I don't know. I don't want. I don't know if I where if I had an office and I were Steven Spielberg, I could put it up. But I'm not. So There's I don't something have a... about having the copy as well. I think you want to um, you want to sort of preserve that stuff. We have art boxes. You can go to an art store and buy an art box, slap it all in there, and they they're big enough that they go underneath couches and stuff like that. Nice slim sort of organize it type of box that you can put it in. I agree with you, and I think like back in the day, people would save that stuff, so then you could show your grandkids. But now, by the time our grandkids are around, they will be so computer savvy that if we pulled out the hard copy, they'd be like, "What's that?" And you'd be like, "This yeah, is yeah. this is called paper." Maybe more of a reason to keep it. Yeah, but also, um, you could. There's a. I always see it in Sky Mall. Is the neat desk. Oh, is that the one where you scan everything and it just takes it? Just it just loads, takes it right in. That's what the VA is having all this trouble with records. To, um, you know, all these VA claims are backlogged. The show has been doing a lot of work on this. Boy. And the reason why is they've never computerized the whole thing. And there's, like, there's scanner systems that, and this neat desk, desk is one of them, where it just loads everything in and it starts to, it reads it and it categorizes it. It's a great idea. Why not yeah, do it? No, it's it's it's. I should be doing this with all of the paper. Do you keep receipts and phone bills? And so like my that? receipts are all. Most of the receipts are. I use credit cards, so it's all on the credit card bill. It's all there. I don't keep the actual receipts. I don't do that crap either. And you know what is? Like, can you can you say the receipt? If you're turning the receipt in to somebody at an office and they're giving you cash at that moment, that's great. But I don't do that. And I'm my we're our own businesses, and then what happens? And now these credit card companies—if you get is your statement at the end of the year—they code everything for you. Have you seen that? Yeah, they're pretty good, man. I guess they they earn their money there. They're getting better at that. So going so, back to the earthquake. Let's relief. go back to earthquake. We got to now we're getting organized. Uh, but <laughs> that's really what it is all about. How organized are you? Are you organized enough as a family to have an earthquake preparedness plan? Are you organized enough as a family to have? I'm not. I not don't, at we, all. We just know that we'll go like 
it's one of those I will find you things. I know my wife knows that I'm coming. And if their phone lines are down, that's the I'm going to go. And we have great neighbors. Um, that's, the, that's, couple, that's, the, that's the I am legend plan? Yes, I will, I will be there. I will you're meet gonna, you. You're going to show up all ripped and chiseled. She'll be like, oh, yeah. this earthquake's working for me. Zombie head on a spike. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Here, let, ears, going back neck, to, listen, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff with this. Because one of the first questions I have is the debate. I grew up in California. Preethi grew up in New York. So I know as a kid, they would tell you to get under the, get, get under the doorway uh, uh, in the middle of the house somewhere or get under the table. Now she's They were telling in, the kids in Oklahoma to hug the walls. Hug the wall? How do you hug a wall? Or grab onto the toilet. Oh, my God. Because you go in the bathroom and grab onto the toilet. That is just traumatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never want to grab. What if you're such a germaphobe? You're like, no, nah, I'll die. <laughs> you're like, no, I'll just no, fly away. Thank you. <laughs> That's funny. Like, uh, nah, I'll just go with the tornado. I'd rather not grab the toilet. Thank <laughs> yeah, you very no, much. Thank you. Disgusting. Got a new Windex? I'll take that with me. So gross. So, Preetha um, has been reading online. My wife gets all her information now just online somehow. And uh, she read that this whole thing of stand under the doorways is completely wrong. So, now I'm confused. Do I stand under the doorway or do I... I if there's anyone listening to this that's an expert... What'd she, what'd she say? What, but she, she said, what's the alternative? She said it's the table. She said go, to the, go under the table. You know, table I knew, a nice sturdy table seems like a good idea. Too. That's a good place. That's definitely a good place. But what if you can't get... First of all, standing in this under the doorway always sounded a little shoddy, a little shady to me at the beginning. From the start. Well, there's load-bearing walls and that, you know, is braced to be and built to be one of the strongest portions of the house. Yeah, but if things are all falling around you, like how see you, how are you gonna how is it not gonna hit you? You're standing there, it's gonna fall from the side and come hit you. Like the walls. I think the, the table seems like a good spot as well. Table's good. I, I always thought it'd be great to just end up like if you could get out to like a big soccer field. But then they say there's the electrical wires. Yeah, but certainly in the big in the middle of a big field, you'd be okay. So like I'll be like, everyone get in the car. We're going to the Rose Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> just start driving. So. I, I just, um, you know, we'll just go find the kids at school. We have a great school with a plan and um, just got to hope. And the school that we have the kids in also was recently built. Oh, it's nice. a new, bu- new building. Yeah, that's good. Brand new building, 2001, I think. Was, uh, so. Just God forbid, I can't even begin to, 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 to think about it. First of all, I just want to also say, if there's anyone listening that, that knows if this doorway thing works or not, Please email us. Email us. I, I'm on Facebook.com slash Maz Jobrani and Al. Yeah, well, is it? Just like your wife found it. I mean, we can do it with a quick search. Also, but I'm, I'm also. saying if there's someone who's like licensed or like knows, like really knows it. Don't don't Google it and hit me because my wife, my wife finds that stuff online all the time. And there's it, also a lady. I mean, do you have the food? Do you have the dried foods and uh, water supply and stuff like that? Yeah, I think we got a little bit. We don't have a lot. We need like we need more. I certainly don't have a gun to go hunting for anything. Yeah. You got a gun to go hunting for stuff? No, my wife won't let me have a gun. I don't want a gun. And I, I just I wouldn't know want... that. Yeah, yeah, I just know that we'll be okay. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to be out hunting for things. No, we're more foragers. We'd find you know, there's enough fruit trees and fruit that we Yeah, could... or I'd go fishing. Yeah. Fish for your shit. Is that what it's come down to? <laughs> Look, 
<laughs> we, we, uh, any disaster, I mean, the people are going to rally, and there'll be plenty of places. Um, but if you think it's a worldwide event, then we're all fucked. No, yeah, we're screwed anyway. Yeah, you're right. You're right. What do we? What, you know, some of these guys that are like they got bunkers and they're ready to go. You know, and so and the pro- see here's my problem. Maybe this is the reason why in the back of my mind I never got too into it. And uh, is some of these guys that they start with the bunker, like they they they're super prepared for the earthquake. Then they then the next thing you know you're building a bunker. Next thing you know you think the government's trying to take away your guns. And the next thing you know you're you're putting you're you're forming a militia. Yeah, there's a certain amount of the crazy that goes with the uh, spectrum of. Um earthquake preparedness or disaster preparedness you don't want to be too prepared if you're too prepared you're getting the paranoia you're hitting the paranoia place yeah well there's enders you know there's there's a whole community of people that are doing this yeah it's a tv show it's a reality show yeah and that's not saying much because everything's a reality show but it's uh it's a whole thing and I, I think it's hilarious. I also think that uh, oh, there's a mo- there's a show on Amazon is doing uh, TV now, and they have a con- they, they made a, a thing actually. Kirk Ward is the star of it, and he's a buddy of mine. Um, Zombie Land on Amazon, and um, he's a lunch guy in an office, and zombies attack. You know, and that's the first scene. Is he's stoked? Like he's like, yes, finally. He goes, just runs out and starts smashing zombies. So he's been waiting for the zombies to come. He's just like, his his job is so shit, you know, crappy, hilarious, and just like finally here. That's funny. Yeah, it's something like, and as somebody watches all of his Walking Dead stuff, you'd think he'd be, you know, it's it almost implies that he's been preparing through, you know, pop culture and. You know, all of the stuff he's consumed in comic books has led him to this, uh, you know, level of preparedness. So that's funny. Go, uh, let's, uh, that's good. Just read a comic book about uh, Earthquake. There you go. You'll be ready to go. Let's take a break and we'll be right back. <laughs> Guys, thanks for all the support. Make sure to go to Facebook and go to our page under Minivan Men and like us there. You can also find that page by going to our website, minivanmen.com, and clicking on the Facebook link. See you on Facebook. We are back. Uh, how is it now with the kids' schedule? Because we're actually giving my daughter a hard time about not having much to do. My daughter has decided that she does not like sports. I think my wife believes that it's because of she's she's scared of failing. So my wife is really pushing her to do track and all of the other things that go along with her school, she can do long distance running or say, you know, cross country and stuff like that. They have a lot of sports at her school, big sports school. And my son does everything. I mean, he does, we actually have him trying to cut down. He plays guitar, hmm. goes to guitar lessons every single Monday, I believe. And he plays soccer on a club team. He also plays basketball on a club team. Simultaneously, he's on these teams. So in a game weekend, He's had a basketball game, then gone to a soccer game, and then gone back to another basketball game in the same tournament. Wow. Kids exhausted. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, there's good and bad in that. You know, it's, uh, first of all, uh, for Louisa, do they, now she doesn't want to compete. Is there, like, is she, is she into instruments or anything? 
Yeah, she plays key uh, piano. She's getting piano. Uh, she has piano lessons. Yeah, as long as you don't, she, as long as you don't make her go to those uh, dueling piano bars, I think it'd be yeah, fine. Yeah, that's it. She's trying to be a fortune. <laughs> Can you imagine where you're like, she's like, she's a great pianist, and you're like, honey, we're going to go to dueling piano. He's like, no! So she um, is doing soccer once a week. She just sort of runs around out there, and it's not her head's not really in the game. You know? I, yeah. So she just doesn't care. She's not competitive. Is she an, Is she artsy in the arts? She is a very artsy. She's a very good artist. So. There you go. She's gonna be there's your little artist. Yeah. I just I think you know it's it's a given to is first of all, again this whole internet thing. There's there's an article to to prove any side that you want now. You know. So now there's all these articles coming out about don't overschedule your kids because what they're saying. And I understand this by the way. They say one of the things is kids need to learn how to deal with boredom because that will help them in their future. First of all. Use their imaginations. Secondly, in the future, if you have kids that are overscheduled, then when in the future when they are bored, they're more apt to, let's say, turn to drugs or whatever because they can't deal with boredom. They don't know what to do with themselves. And so that's it's, it's basically teaching a kid how to deal with downtime, which I understand. I'm cool with that. So... Um, and 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 one of the things for me though is also if we're gonna give them downtime, that doesn't mean just put them in front of a TV. You know, that's yeah. I see. That's what I worry about. We've talked about this in the past. Is like screen time becomes downtime, and we're lucky that basketball court in our backyard, man. Um, and having a backyard, the kids go out there. I have a vegetable garden that is pretty deep. Um, you've been over and you know, the, the situation, I have plenty of stuff. We have that air hockey table. I've got uh, the basketball court. I've got the tree fort. It's a couple of friends have come over and said, it's like a, a home, it's like an old folks home or like a retired, like a, That's funny. a playground for mentally, you know, uh, ill people, some sort of like patients should be walking around cause there's activities. I just bought that, um, game called cornhole the bean bu- beanbag toss into the whole thing I mean, you know what that is it's like a bar no, game no i don't remember that one yeah they um they have it at some bars it's a hole with a slanted board and you stand on each side and you throw these beanbags and you try to make it in the hole isn't cornhole the term for your butt hole yeah that's okay. where it comes from it's a classy game great i'm not teaching them chess i'm teaching them cornhole <laughs> and um it's uh, there's stuff to do, so they go outside, and my wife's pretty good about keeping them off the iPad. But now they can watch Cartoon Network on the iPad. They watch, they they stream all of their shows. Yeah, they're gonna be surrounded. Listen, they're surrounded by this stuff. I get I get them away from the TV, and now my wife shows them stuff on the phone. Like when they go to bed, my little two year old girl has to watch a couple of things on the iPhone before she'll even consider going to sleep. So it's yeah. pretty, it's pretty crazy. So, and, and now my take on sports is I'm thinking, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine and, and I agree with him. Like sports kind of kept me out of trouble. It kept him out of trouble. And he was saying how like when he was a teenager and like some of his friends were like doing drugs and stuff, he actually had bought into this thing of, Hey, no, I'm an athlete. I can't like my, I'm, I'm on this team. I can't do this. And it kind of did the same for me. And it also taught me, I think, how to, just work as a team, you know, how to, how to, you know, really be committed to stuff. I think that, that sports can teach you a lot. So I guess there's a fine line. It's just like what, what's happened now is, and I'm sure anyone who's got kids knows about this, whenever 
you and your wife or your uh, you know significant other disagree on something, anytime something happens to the kid, the other person will a lot of times take that opportunity to point out that the reason it happened was because your philosophy just failed. God, breathe is tough. You know what I'm talking about? Like this, <laughs> like this just happened just, just yesterday. We're bo- actually we're both we're both out of town. I'm out of town on 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 the on my tour, and Preetha had uh, a friend of the family pass away, so she had to go to a funeral uh, just for like she did like a day, you know, off, you know, out to New York and back. So we were both out, and she checked in with our nanny who's staying with the kids, uh, and she said that uh, Dara had had a headache last night, and I. Uh, and Preetha was really worried about it. And she goes, you know, we're really just over-scheduling really? him. And I'm going, well, why does the headache could have been a, f- a million other reasons? Why is it going to be? I mean, he had basketball and he had his uh, space explorers class. So he was, he did have a long day yesterday. And maybe that was the cause of it. But my point is that it becomes a situation where now anytime something happens, she's pointing at me. And then if the opposite happens... Because I also don't want him to become, like, if she says, hey, you know, um, you know, he's tired, I'm not going to, he doesn't have to go to basketball today. I don't want that to get in his head so that later on he learns that, hey, I can slack and get away with it. As long as I go to mom, she'll let me get away. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You know, it's, it's really difficult. I mean, you want him, I wish I knew how to play guitar. Yeah. And I wish I was pushed more in sports. I was actually pretty good at basketball. I think my dad did try to like get me a little bit. But we send my kids, I mean, to these camps constantly. And he's on basketball camps all the time. He's good, man. Yeah. You see, was... you've, you've played him. He's like, and so why do I want to keep on encouraging that? And when Dara shows some sort of, you know, proficiency in any particular hobby, you're going to push that too. Absolutely, and it's and it's what you said. It's kids. I think have a tendency. Look, no one is unless if you're, you know, uh, world class world class athlete out the gate. I mean, I think human beings in general at some point will go through lazy phases. So the kid might be great at tennis or basketball or soccer, or whatever, or piano. But you're gonna there's gonna be a time that's gonna come when he has his practice. And he's gonna go. Ah, I don't want to go. And that's when you got to make up your mind. You go, you know what, son, you're right. You don't go. Or do you go, no, you get your ass in that car and you're going. And I think like what you just said, I wish my parents would have pushed me a little bit more. I mean, I did well and, and, I, and I wanted to do it. But like, for example, I used to take piano lessons. And at some point I was like, I don't want to do it anymore. And I was pretty good at it. And I think my parents were like, ah, no big deal. You know, yeah. I kind of wish they would have been like, no, dude, stick with it. And you don't have to be, you know, a dictator about it, but you just sit down and go, listen, man, let's just just get this just one hour, get through it. And I think that's a good thing for them to learn because in the future, when they come up against something that they don't want to do or they think it's going to be tough, if they can get in their head that, okay, it's just one hour, I got to get through this and then I could get to whatever I need, you know, I can do my rest later. I think that's a good thing to learn. Well, Lorenzo just had this come up because he didn't want to go to soccer. He's better at basketball. He likes basketball more. He's more of a uh, key member of his team on the basketball side. And um, he's the youngest guy on the team. He feels like he's made a lot of progress. And so he decided that he didn't want to go to soccer. My wife just made him go. Yeah, I love that. Because you committed to this to her rationale, you committed to this team. You can't let your team down. We can reevaluate whether or not you're going to continue, and that'll be that. That's the lesson. I love it. I love that lesson, and that's where I think the problem that we're running into right now is that these. 
I think that my wife has read so many of these articles about don't overschedule that whenever the kid is saying, I don't want to do it. Now, granted, my son's not even five yet. So, but, but when he says he doesn't want to do it, I'm not saying I go, get in the car, you got to go. I, I really look at it and I go, is there really a situation where you shouldn't go like because you're sick or whatever? Or is it just because you're feeling lazy and you'd rather watch Dora the Explorer? Which if it's the latter, then like what I said, I go, listen, you know, hey, let's go check it out. You know, let's go, let's go play. Let's get through it. And, and I was trying to explain exactly what he just said to him because my son, we signed him up for baseball and he doesn't like it. And, but he's good at it. He's like, he's one of the best players out there. He's running around diving, like making diving stops and all this stuff. And, and one thing is going to baseball with him. I used to play baseball as a kid, watching him play and watching these kids lose their attention because they can't pay attention too long with this game. I realized how baseball, re- how boring baseball really is. I mean, it is yeah, boring. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's very boring. Um, so I, I, I don't blame the kid, but it's fun to watch these guys in the run. But, but the story, the thing I told him, I said, I said, Dara, you know what? We signed up. Season's almost over. Let's get through it, and then you don't have to play again. And if down the line he wants to play, great. I'm not going to make him play baseball if he doesn't want to play baseball. So I think it's there's a fine line between the commitment and teaching them things that you learn so much through sports, and then the and then this whole thing of the lovey dovey hippie whippy. You know, give them all free time, baby. Give them all free time. I think it's more important for the girls to be in sports also. It's just because think about those girls who play volleyball or on the tennis team and stuff like that. Just to have some sort of outlet like that. That's it. Those are the ones I really worry about getting in some trouble. Absolutely. I know. I know. I already know Mila's going to be a, uh, she's going to be a diva singer and I'm going to be drunk at, in, her, in her green room. <laughs> yeah. That's my girl. Dad, you're embarrassing up. me. That's my girl, Kesha. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Good. Yo, this is Chris Spencer. I know you guys are listening to us. You're laughing and you're you're telling everybody about us, but we need you to rate it. So when you go on iTunes, rate us. Go down to where it says comments and say, hey, I think you're groovy. Hey, we are back. Uh, we, again, are sponsored for the second week by TiVo. TiVo allowing you to now push shows to your iPad. We're talking about kids wanting to watch the show on the iPhone. TiVo allows you to do that. And so now we have multiple devices where if people do get restless, we can just, I like popping an iPad in front of them. Not and, too much and when you necessary. Were, you were explaining to me now because, I again, I, I have been out of the TiVo world for a little bit because... I ended up with uh, Time Warner Cable, but now I think I'm getting a TiVo getting box. One. So that's beautiful. So you now, got a TiVo ju- coming, my ju- friend. Just so I understand this, just so I understand this, does this? You were saying it comes with Netflix and all this other stuff. Yeah, Hulu Plus, Netflix, all of the YouTube, it's everything you want to watch on TV, you know, internet beautiful. on your TV is now available through this mega box. Go to allthingscomedy.com, click there, gets you through coupon code. Yeah, it's just you're streaming it, you're pushing it to the bedroom where you have a little mini box. TiVo is the originator of this technology and is just a leader in this whole... I mean, when it comes to DVRs and DVR technology, you think TiVo, right? Well, I'm, I'm fired up because I don't, know, I don't know if we've talked about this or not, but I am hooked on documentaries and Netflix has a lot of great documentaries 
And they I've have been, all the documentaries. Yeah, and I've been watching the 30 for 30. You've been watching the 30 for 30, ESPN 30 for 30? I just watched one last night, the Marino to uh, Elway oh, to Marino. I love it. I loved it. I, I <laughs> love these. I am hooked on these, these 30 for 30s. And so now this is the best thing ever because now you're saying I got TiVo, which has Netflix, which I can watch these in the back room. I'm, I'm, I'm set. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to just Yeah, and also retire. when they record, you record them on TV, you can push them all to your iPad and take that on the road and watch them all on the plane. See, that's what I've been having the trouble with. So I don't need to be online. I could just, I could just download it on my computer. You, I, I once you online. record it, then you, we're going to get you all synced up. But once you record it, you just push it to your iPad, take your iPad with you. You can watch every one of your 30 for 30s on your iPad. You know what the problem is? Technology is moving way too fast because I don't know where <laughs> I lost. I don't know where I missed out on this, all this stuff. Like now, I think like, they made it pretty damn easy to do too. Yeah, so it's yeah. not like you, you, um, you have to be, you know, some sort of, you know, tech support genius to get this all figured out. You can actually just do this if you're a regular guy. Beautiful. TiVo it is. So, there you go. TiVo right, it is, in. ladies and gentlemen. All right. Uh, allthingscomedy.com. Click on the link there. It's right up on the banner at the top. Easy to do. Check it out. All right, folks, thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch or find out more, you can go to minivanmen.com or contact us through our websites, mazjobrani.com and almadrigal.com. We hope to hear from you. Thanks. <laughs>